If you've struggled with stress, balance, or burnout, and simply feel discouraged or even defeated, and if you're ready to move from force to flow and enjoy ultimate Zen success in your career, health, or relationships, then the Zen Success Show is for you. Your host, Carissa Sims, is an entrepreneur, corporate consultant, best-selling author, meditation teacher, and healer who has found her own Zen success. Here's your host, Carissa Sims. Welcome to this week's episode of Zen Success. Today, I have the pleasure of speaking with Colin Drummond. Colin is the two-time Emmy-nominated Washington Bureau Chief of TMZ and contributor to the New York Post. He is also the founder of VRPP, which stands for Voice Reporting, and what's the other P's? (laughs) Video Reporting, Producing, and Publishing. And Publishing. Video Reporting, Producing, and Publishing. Okay. Correct which is a cutting edge program that aims to teach influencers and entrepreneurs how to maximize their phone usage and use it as leverage to be their own media company. That's so cool. You're the second person that has told me that I needed to be my own media company. So it's like really interesting. Today, this professional journalist is an in-demand speaker and mentor, and he motivates people to find their niche and popularize their brands. Welcome, Colin. Thank you. Thank you for having me and excited you know, oh. as we're going into the year. <laughs> oh, good. Now, I see you're sitting in a white chair. I do ergonomics, so it looks like a pretty cool oh. chair. What, a, what chair is it? It's an Ikea chair. Oh, <laughs> game in the palm. But I was just looking for something comfortable and you can lean back and, you know, consistent. So. Yeah. And it's mesh, right? Yes. Oh, okay. Well, Colin and I met on Clubhouse and I was always impressed with his wisdom in talking about social media platforms like LinkedIn in particular and TikTok. And so I thought it would be great to have you on and learn more about you and your story and how you can help our audience. And you have quite a history. I mean, gosh, you, who's been your favorite celebrity and most interesting interview you've done? <laughs> Good question. Um, I think uh, Oprah's been one of the favorites because she's exactly like how you, when you see her on TV, when you see her on TV on her shows. She's that warm person. She's, you know, approachable to many people. Um, and I've, I've worked with some of the good ones, uh, you know, from Matt Damon to, you know, Johnny Depp to just uh, Angelina Jolie to mm. Beyonce, Jay-Z. So, you know, it just kind of, you know, a lot of politicians too. Um, Barack Obama, when he was a senator, president. Yeah. That must have been such an honor. I mean, it's like, okay, Oprah and Barack Obama. I mean, it's like maybe Barack is a little bit higher. I don't know. What was it to you? Yeah, I worked on I worked on King Charles too. And Queen Elizabeth. Yeah, Queen Elizabeth. (laughs) But I I don't know. It's just I still feel like it's pretty cool um to to interview Oprah because she you were um having her on TMZ. How did that happen? Um, no, not actually on TMZ, but, you know, we do the show. So my job has always been in being a producer. Like I've worked in a field and I, I think what we're seeing now with, let's just say the short form videos is something that TMZ we've been doing for over a decade and it's been able That's to amazing. not have the traditional type of interviews where people come in and sit down, but more on the street and oh, it's been, you know, so cool. they've been able to really understand that concept and what it does. It makes it makes celebrities, politicians, athletes, you know, um, entrepreneurs, it makes them more relatable. And, you know, we're not asking them the traditional type of questions about when their movies coming out or, you know, anything like that. So that's been such a, you know, big thing, you know, throughout the years. Yeah. And do you think they're kind of like more used to you guys and they're not? So oh, yeah. like, get out of here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they get like it now. Maybe they know. Oh, yeah, they, they understand what it does because, you know, especially when you're witty and you have, you know, you're a, a, a person of 
power in a, a person who has influence in a way, whether it's just for TV or movies or just an athlete, you know, they get to see and, you know, people get to see them because it's that saying, like, when you look at People magazine, it's just like they are just like us, you know, and that's what their fan base wants to see, you know, them coming from the gym and them having to do the things. Yeah, just no makeup. Hearing their voice off, yeah, yeah, hearing their voice off script, you know, those are the things. Yeah. Okay. So, so how did you get to interview Oprah? Did you actually um, I worked, yeah, her yeah. down? I, I know. I've, I worked at Oprah for many years. So, you know, at events, at different uh, places. So, uh -huh. you know, we I, I built that relationship. And, you know, so when she sees me and she knows me and it's just like, okay, come on, what do you got today? You know, so <laughs> it's, it, it's, you know, it's become where like you you work you you build relationships and mm -hmm. they see also the impact that they get from behind it you know because I, I once had a, a huge senator real powerful senator tell me he said I could have got on CNN and all these I could have cured cancer and got on CNN and all these other news platforms but when I get on TMZ it's, it's just a different breed I have everybody calling me and it's the, because what it does, it takes them out of just their, you know, just this uh, Washington political scene. Yeah, it, it the normal stuffiness. In order. Yes, yes. Yeah, and also maybe a different generation. Maybe there's, yeah. Right. But, people that don't know, because, you know, you think about it, it's uh, people who concentrate, let's just say sports athletes. So they will never understand politics. They, they don't, you know, look at it. But if you have an athlete and you get to talk to them about sports, now it combines both. And that's that crossover effect that, you know, I'm used to getting. And that's where I thrive at. Oh, yeah, that's great. So, OK, I, obviously, I'm obsessed with Oprah. So how did you guys yeah. meet? How did you meet her first? <laughs> oh, um, before I used to, I used to do a lot of photos and then. It was just then knowing the uh, at events, talking to her and getting an interview and then getting more personal. So you get to ask, the, you know, the witty questions and the things that people want to know. And I, I think it was one like I did a, a, a real good clip on her and it went just crazy. And it was because um, I asked her, uh, you know, you're always approach your family or friends. What's the amount of money most people ask you for? Oh, and that's really an interesting she question. Stopped, she, she thought about it and she was just like, you know, when I was at this uh, level in my career, most people would ask me for, and I can't remember exactly, she would say $600. Yeah. Then when I got to this level, they started asking me for 6000 Then it's no less than 50000 you know? <laughs> so it was, you know, so it was, it, it was good. It was good publicity. And, and it's also yeah. a little bit nosy and brave of you yeah. as that, you know, because a lot of people that is like, oh, you know, we're not going to ask them about the money and, you know, and just be flowery and like right. lift her up. So, so yeah, that's, that's really great. And, mm -hmm. uh, and I've heard that about her too, that she remembers little details. She remembers oh, yeah. people and I've interviewed yes. people that have been on her show many times and they're like, she's like, how's your dog feeling? Like they remember. <laughs> yes, she's, she's good with that. And, and you know, most people, the, the most successful people, one thing I've always learned with them, they keep their same circle of friends and mm. people that work with them and stuff like that. And that's been something to a telling point to me that I always see, you know, those successful ones is the reason why they're still relevant and they keep pushing forward. And it's just not like every time you see them, they don't have a new manager, a publicist, a bodyguard, you know, I mean, you see that same, you know, that circle of people who helped build that, um, you know, organization and build that brand up. So that's always been, you know, yeah. The thing yeah, so you pay attention to that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you want to make, make friends with them too? Yeah. 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 And also there's something about you that your frequency is vibrating at the same as that billionaire. To be able to yeah. have them in their, your sphere, there's, there's something spiritual about it as well that you've elevated your consciousness to be able to receive these people in your life. What do you think about that? 
Yeah, and I, and I think it's just not really it's it's looking and you know treating them like they because most successful people they they want to be treated normal as well because they're so used to you know not people just you know on their demand or anything like that but the ones that I've seen they they respect it more when you know you're just they're treated just like anybody else and I, I think so many times when I come across them, because sometimes I'll see people and I, I, I don't have to interview them and I just talk to them off off mic and, you know, have that rapport with them. So next time if a story comes up or I need them or, you know, it's more, it's not like you're always constantly trying to, you know, just get an interview or just break a story or anything like that. And, you know, what ends up happening and they actually end up just giving you a story or coming and letting you get that interview when it's time, you know, when it's the, the right time for something. So that's, that's the one thing I've learned. Yeah. Yeah. That's really great. And to keep those relationships going and everything that that's amazing. Okay. So what about Warren Buffett? How did you get to meet him? Um, Warren Buffett, he always does uh, these events in DC and, you know, yeah, for years, Warren Buffett has always been part of not just and a big entrepreneur, but he's been, you know, part of the political scene as well, behind the scenes, you know, making a lot of decisions, helping with, you know, people. And he always used to come to the event and I would call Oh, him that's and, interesting. Uh, I didn't realize that. I didn't realize yeah, he was involved in politics. I tell you something else, you know, but <laughs> as wealthy as he is, he still rides in a cab, a regular cab. And it was just like, you know. <laughs> But um, so and, yeah. and I always I always tell a story about Warren Buffett is, you know, one time, you know, you know, most people, he does a dinner and I mean, a lunch and he, he just actually stopped it this year. And I think he charges 21 million for one hour at a lunch and he donates the money, though. And it's just being able to, That's you know, so talk amazing. to yeah. be able to leverage his his wealth and connections and then give back. And give back and, and, and it's brilliant because you know someone just being able to talk to him they know what they'll get out of it and just even it's another way of also of publicity so the smart person who purchases it who wins it that year everybody's googling them and seeing what you know who is this person who is this i need to connect i didn't know he was this wealthy i didn't know what he's getting ready to do next so it's also a good investment on how do you use it so some people know how to do it. And, you know, I, I always found that remarkable. Yeah. So save up 21 million, but he stopped doing it this year. So maybe he'll think yeah. of something else. Yeah. If you, if you got, yeah. <laughs> well, but I was able to do it for him for 45 minutes for free and just sit down with him in the hotel lobby. <laughs> so that is incredible. I mean, I would say that is priceless. Yeah. Don't it's, you feel? Always, yeah. And it's something you take away and you remember. And then, you know, while you're in the moment, you don't even realize what's going on. And then later on, you'd be like, man, you know, when you start hearing <laughs> what the people are paying for these numbers and, and it's just like, yeah, but he, he's really like, you see him just jolly and, you, you know, it's just talk, he would talk to anyone, but yeah, guys, so he moves the market. Yeah. Just consistent a nice yeah. person gives back yeah that's amazing you can kind of feel it from his energy when he when yeah. he speaks and everything so let's talk about you now do you have your own company and what do you do yeah so i have um a verb agency and that what i do is help a lot of entrepreneurs as far as you know start with now with social media is so big and just businesses are looking for creators and the creator economy right now is a hundred billion dollar creator economy and there's no more gatekeepers so with somebody who wants to you know if you want to get into the tv or you want to get into the movies or radio or just music anything the opportunities are there and it's about being creative in the sense of you know knowing how to stand out understanding how to how to make a good short form video or long form video how to produce it how to you know ask the questions because right now we're coming in a stage right now where everybody's going to be on a, either on a podcast or have their own podcast and when you think of it as a business and another part of your brand, 
it's going to be something that's going to be, you know, achievable for anybody where it's not, you don't have to go for four years of school, six years of school. And if it's something as a second career, you can start now while you're working and then, you know, ease your way into it. And I, the, the opportunities are just there. And I like to, you know, give people that, I guess, not the experienced and the know-how to really gain attention. Because at some point, you know, if you're just, you know, among everybody else, you have to figure a way, how do you stand out? How does your show, how does your brand, you know, what things are getting the most views? And, you know, so we just put together and help people, teach them to get that, you know, that level of success that they're trying to achieve. Mm, yeah, that's amazing. So that's your company, VRPP. So um, how do you help your um, your clients, your entrepreneurs? Uh, you just yeah, show them clients, uh, the, uh, the uh, short sort of, video and how to get more. Yeah. yeah. So, so uh, uh, we go over, I teach them a lot of like short form content that's really working right now. Then I take them and show them not just making the content and getting followers and likes, but how to monetize, how to get into the spaces and work with different brands. Because, you know, now it's a business. You are your business now. Yeah. You just, you know, your label, your whatever name that you're going by. And, and I think the opportunities come from being able to be creative, but knowing just the steps. Because, you know, there's some people who might have, you know, 300, 400 followers, but I can have somebody who has an account with 2,000, 3,000, and we can monetize three times as much as that person can because they don't really understand how to get in touch with these brands and, you know, know how to negotiate the right prices for their services. And these are the things like, you know, being in the business, even from years of being a photographer and knowing how to, you know, negotiate your, your, your photos when it comes to being able to usage rights and, you know, exclusive. And, you know, so that's what we, you know, we teach them. And, you know, because some people in this creative world, you don't have to be in front of the camera. You have so many, so many ways where you can make six figures, you know, whether it's editing, whether it's just uh, being a, a script writer, just organizing, managing. So there's just so many opportunities and it's only growing, whether it's, you know, from YouTube, TikTok, LinkedIn, Instagram. So, you know, all the platforms and they realize to keep people on the platform, they have to pay the creators now. So mm -hmm. that's why it's, a, it's, a, it's only going to grow in the next, you know, three to five years. Yeah. And let's just talk about the business of that for a little bit, because I know YouTube now has a fund for the shorts and they do, obviously they've already been funding the regular and sharing with the revenue of views with the standard videos, whatever the length. And then there's Facebook, Instagram, they are paying the creators for the number of views, right? So once you get up there, then they share that. But I've heard that TikTok does not. So um, did, like I've heard of people who have millions yeah. of followers and they're not getting paid for that. Yeah, like. It's as though it's like to me, I was like, oh my God, that's crazy. But it's an opportunity. So so it's like someone could work with someone like you. They have a lot of followers on TikTok to monetize that. Because how would you monetize that then? See, and this is the thing though, what people don't realize, and it's some and it kind of starts from TikTok because you can, you know, a lot of the creators there, they they had a lot of following and they had a built the community. But what happened is, you know, you can't depend on the platform to pay you. So let's just say, you know, the only that's platform right. like that was YouTube. And that's why YouTube has been for so long. But TikTok is going to start. And the opportunity, but the thing, the exposure, what TikTok was more, was better than so many of the other platforms is they allow from someone who can just come in the game with no, you know, no following and they can establish organic growth immediately so it didn't have whereas youtube and the algorithm let's just say you had to build your career you know on youtube so after three to five years you started gaining a community and following so they would show your content to more people and then they were paying you but it took you know anybody who's been in youtube for you know they'll tell you the, the grind was so you know it took long you know and i'm not mm -hmm. i'm not counting one hit wonders you know, with yeah, of but, course, where they have like one video, but but yeah, and they just, have right. like multiple videos. Yeah. 
you would see yes. most of the famous people, the people that are monetizing, I mean, would you say average of five years or more than that? Yeah, the ones that was the ones that probably four years, but four this years. is the ones, these ones like let's just say they were consistent. They were churning out videos. Yeah. They were taking, they were getting all the equipment. They would, you know, they wasn't like getting an immediate success. But what TikTok was able to do, and this is where a lot of people didn't monetize, the smart ones that understood, because when you became big, you didn't have to depend, you don't have to depend on the platform. You have to start reaching out to the, um, well, a lot, of, a lot of businesses and brands started reaching out to you, but it was how you would take the pay and how do you use it and how do you promote yourself and build your brand, you know, and, and cross over and use that exposure what TikTok was giving you to take it into, you know, um, let's just say mainstream TV, commercials, radio. And, you know, that's how you became successful. And then you didn't just stay on one platform. You took a lot of your content and became, you know, omnipresent everywhere. Mm -hmm. And the ones that understood I know John that, Lee talks a lot, a lot about that. Yeah, you got to be yeah, omnipresent. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and, and what early on, people thought you just had to be loyal to one platform. Oh, really? Until, yeah, that's what it is. Like a YouTuber would only stay on YouTube. Ah, you interesting. Know, someone who was on TikTok. Because they were TikTok. making money and they just like, okay, yes. this is working, whatever. Yeah. This is working. And I, and I tell you, and, and this is one thing I've noticed on social media and also in Hollywood. What happens is someone has a big following somewhere and what happens is they don't want to start somewhere else from scratch at zero because it doesn't Because their ego. Their, is their it ego. their ego? <laughs> yeah. So, you know, and where they don't realize they will get that same momentum if they just put in the same type of work over there, just like the other platforms. And that's what's held back a lot of like Hollywood bigwigs, like that didn't want to mess with social media because they thought, oh, that's beneath me until they started uh -huh. realizing how famous it was helping others, you know, get different deals and, you know, more exposure. You look at someone who was in movies for years you, you, and aside from Will Smith just having this um, colossal uh, uh, thing at the Grammys before that, he started taking off on YouTube and TikTok. Like, you know, kids that didn't know him before, we would, we just automatically think everybody knows Will Smith. The younger generation didn't know him. Well, that's right. Started, yeah, he started taking off on YouTube and creating these amazing videos. And, you know, this is within the last two years and his TikTok following. And that's why you look, you look at the formula that The Rock has been doing. That's what Hollywood started having to understand. Like, wow. The Rock is just now big in, you know, movies. He's going on these social media platforms and doing the same thing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and then of course, what happens is it keeps you relevant for X amount of years and your price value goes up as well. Yeah, because that makes sense because then the movie producers might want to hire these celebrities who have a social media presence because it's like free advertising. Yeah, so it's a built-in fan base. You guys, most of the marketing, the budget for marketing is, is, is insane for a movie. So now yeah. when you have something that all they have to do is post something and they're reaching 20 million on one platform, 10 million on another. So you already just attracted 30, 50 million um, fans just by your one post. And you can do that advertising where you would have to pay marketing budget, you know, millions of dollars to create that same momentum or just make people aware of a project that's coming out. Yeah. Yeah. That's really interesting. And, and still not, I mean, not every celebrity does social media still. You said it earlier, ego. And it's they don't know ego. how to do it. It's the ego, and they don't, don't want to know how to do it. It's gotten too fast. It's gotten too ahead of them. So they really have, they're jumping in the game late, where they would have blown up earlier. It wouldn't have been as hard as a climb now. So yeah. it's just like anything. It's like right now, people. If you start on TikTok, if you would have started three years ago, it would have been a lot easier than starting now because more yeah. and more people coming in. So yeah, I just started on TikTok like yeah. a couple months ago, actually, because. And it's, and it's, Still not I was too late. scared. I was like, oh, you know, I don't know how to do this. No, you know, or, or whatever, uh, whatever the excuse is. Um, but now knows. I'm used to it. Now I, yeah. I do it every day. And, and, I'm good. and, and like I tell, uh, I, I tell all my clients, like TikTok is the best place where you can go and practice making content. Because I what agree. happens is 
You go on there. It's not like the other ones where Facebook and Instagram, where you know your friends know you, people from your job, and so Instagram. you're kind of yeah, you know, you're kind of like I don't want to put this up there and, and blank, blank, blank sees it. Versus you're on TikTok, you don't know anybody there, nobody knows you really. Yeah. There. You got it's really random. People. Yeah. Yes. So you yeah. learn how to use that platform, and then also what it, it does, you get to see other creators, and you start seeing good creative whatever industry you're in. And then, you know, you model what's been successful for them and you incorporate, you know, and style it down to what you do. And then you'll start seeing yourself become, you know, a lot better and getting that bigger following and people tapping into you and knowing, you know, what industry that you really, you know, start like really want to let people know you from. Yeah, that's interesting. And then I, I just wanted to mention, too, because there's social media celebrities and Hollywood celebrities, and some of those social media celebrities are making more, <laughs> and yes. they're getting on shows, too. They're, they're yes. hired. <laughs> they moved it down. They moved it down right now. And, yeah. you know, because sometimes the, the thing about it, you have to go with what's working right now and what's successful because you know I, I think for many years and you know I felt victim to the same thing where I didn't think social media for me is like you know you always heard that this person has to go in there you have to dance or you do this or you know it's it, it's something and it's just like um I'm kind of a private person I don't want to have to go in there and do you know write my story and tell and but we're coming in a time right now where not just because of the pandemic but because of so many things where People want to see authenticity. And when you come across and they get to hear your voice and see you, you know, it's that, you know, no like and trust factor that's really working. And before it was, it used to be about who you know, then it was about who knew you and then what you know. But now it's also about who likes you. And when you can display your, your, yourself as this is who I am, you know, and people buy from people that they like. Yeah. 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 That's interesting. And, and I've heard this other strategy from TikTok too, which is to not to sell anything (laughs) to just like be, um, be trustworthy in the, in the fact that you're not hawking any products. What, what do you think about that? Well, yeah, it's, I'll give you two examples, two ways where it works. It's you, it's, it's, like the free, free, free. And reason why I say give your information away free because you help people and then it makes you more knowledgeable of what you know. You give away the information for free and you sell the implementation because well, people will come to you afterwards and ask you to help them. And that's where, you know, whatever, you know, because at the end of the day, people want to pay also because they want that special attention and they want to really learn how to do it. They want you to take them from, okay, I see what he knows. He's just giving this part away for free. Now exactly show me how to do this. You know, give me the shortcut to it. Because, you know, sometimes I can tell you how to cook a cake or, you know, bake something a certain way me telling you. Now let's really get down and I hold your hand and really walk you through it like a good teacher and show you so you can learn it once and you're off and running. And then the other way is like, what they this is a term what they were using Hollywood in the movies. It was product placement. Mm-hmm. So when you don't go in there, if I have a product, I'm not trying to sell it. I'm not picking up this Pepsi can in my hand. I'll do an interview and then I'll sip on a Pepsi, put it down, or do something. And that's an advertisement. Oh, uh, you, you know they're getting paid. But that's right. really yes. cool. They yes. it's yes. subtle. It, it's not like yeah. And yeah. movies do it all the time. Yeah. Right. All the time. Because, you know, and we're like this. And I think every all of us are like this. It's like everybody likes to be, everybody likes to buy, but nobody likes to be sold to. So it, it's like, yes. you know, yes. you would be the one to ask them, how can I buy this from you? Versus, hey, can you buy this from me? You know, so it just, it, it's, I, I think it's that effect. And with, oh, you know, that's cool. and on TikTok, you get to really display certain things like that. I see. Yeah, that makes sense. So that's how companies might be using social media to go viral yes. without sounding like they're just putting an ad out. But do they still they still do ads? I mean, TikTok does ads and, yeah, they, and Instagram and YouTube, they, they all do ads. 
Yeah, but they do ads because it reaches a certain target and it gets eyes involved. But it's the creative that how they're doing the ad now. And if you look, it's not just like, you know, it's funny, it's cool. Yeah, right. Yeah. Or, or they can, you know, they can have an ad where they say, this is the people that I helped. This is what I've been doing. So, oh, it, just so it's meaningful. It, but, you know, yeah. It's meaningful. And the majority of them that have it, they're not trying to sell something per se right there. They're getting you into not to say a funnel, but let's just say a free course and let you like somebody who all of a sudden wants to become a farmer, but they have no experience. They don't understand anything. In it. I'm an experienced farmer. I come up here and I put an ad out and say, you know, this is how I learned blank, blank, blank of what I do. Uh, it took me X amount of times. What I what I should have done earlier, you know, I say something. So somebody who's interested in now, they're like, oh, I caught their attention. And then I say, if you if you want to learn more, I have a free sum- seminar coming up. You know, $30 is free. You don't pay anything, but I'll give you an insight on what to do. So that's worth it because now I spend the ad, and let's just say I spent $40 for the, just to place the ad placement. Um, and 10 people showed up for the seminar. So, you know, I got to teach 10 people and who the ones that's really serious, two people signed up for my program. So, you know, yeah. that's the way of, you know, being able to, you know, really get into and let it work for you as well. Yeah. Oh, that's great. That That's wonderful insight on um, getting people into your funnel, getting people into yes. your community. So uh, what are some ways to gain more real followers? Say someone's just getting started or they've been on Instagram and they're switching to TikTok. So how can you get real followers that buy from you? Okay. The first thing, like, if you uh, with, let's, let's, let's just go with TikTok. TikTok, okay. whatever industry you're in, right? First thing you want to do is when you go on your TikTok homepage, you'll go up in the search bar. And inside the search bar, you're going to put, let's just say I'm a hairstylist. So I'll put hairstylist in there. And then it's going to start showing you the, all a bunch of the top videos, the top users. Um, and then what I will do, I will go to the filter part and I will filter it from show me the best ones for the last seven days. Okay. Right? So it's going to show you the top videos for the last, for the week. And then I'll apply that. So it's going to show me, give me a filter of all the top videos for that week. So now what I'm doing, I'm, you got to remember the algorithm understands what you watch now. And this is what's, mm-hmm. what made TikTok so successful. It showed you what you want to see. And it made you stay on the page. So now I'm going down that list. Uh, I put in a hairdresser. So I'm seeing all of the, you know, hairstylists, I mean, and I'm putting all of the, I'm seeing all these type of videos that are getting big views. So I'm looking at them and why is this doing? But first of all, I'm following that person. I'm liking that video. Next one, I'm following, I'm liking. Oh, I see. So you got to do it. You have to get in there and follow the top videos and like that. But what, yeah, but what it's also doing is is, show, tick, is showing TikTok, this is what I like seeing. So uh-huh. when you open your phone up now, it's showing you your industry. Yeah. So, right. So now when you start putting out video, it's going to show it to that same industry. So you're understanding, you're getting to see the great videos and why this type of video was good. So this is helping your, your vision and seeing what, what's getting so many likes or views. I see. So, right. And then it's also, you know, next time you open up your phone and, and you go into TikTok, that's what it's going to start showing you. It's going to show you hairstyles because you stayed on that page for, say, 20 minutes. And you liked and followed these type of people. So now what it so now a second part to is you're gonna start seeing the structure of videos and what's making it so successful, whether it was eight seconds, whether it was 12, and then you look whether it was lightened, whether it was somebody that was just in their car, what type of sounds they're using, mm-hmm. and you start getting an idea, and then you you'll see what is good and what's not good. And then you start modeling your videos around that. And I'm not saying copy, you model to, you know, whether a person did a video in a grocery store and they were picking up a product, you know, you know, that's working because you saw eight people doing the same type of style. So, you know, it's it, so, but your information might be just different or you might just, you don't say anything and it's words just coming down the, um, the screen. So, you know, these are the things that you understand and you start seeing, okay, this is how I crack the code. 
Mm. Yeah, that's really cool. And it's such a simple thing. And I haven't done that. So I really appreciate that advice. And I think it's smart to, to just model. And, you know, and that's what Mr. Beast did. My son loves Mr. Beast. And I, I heard about him through my son, (laughs) but but he just modeled what everyone else is doing, but, but has his own twist, obviously of always giving from his heart. So he does have something unique that, that he offers, Mm -hmm. but, but yeah, and now he's huge and has his own product. Yeah. (laughs) But you know, and this is what what I I tell our creators because sometimes people think like you started in one way in in your niche and you tried to do something and you, you've been doing it. It's not doing anything. And they're afraid to switch or that people say, Hey, just stick one lane and stuff like that. If you look at Mr. Beast, what he started doing with his original content, wasn't that he started out initially shooting, and doing the different things and then he realized okay this wasn't doing anything and then he switch off and they try something else mm-hmm. and and you start realizing okay this is what because you're there to serve what the people want to see so when you start seeing something this is what they like okay now i'm going to double down on this now i'm going to you know really put my head down and posting and you know I, this is the number one thing for people who are starting or even trying to grow you really can't go back and you post today and you're looking for results tomorrow because what happens is you don't get the you know views or the likes or the followers and then it discourages you from posting again whereas if like you say to yourself i'm going to give myself a month i'm going to post four times a day i'm not going to worry about the numbers because if i worry about the numbers then i'm going to think you know this isn't good what i'm doing and uh. you just yeah, but you will you'll see your you'll see your content is starting to get better as yeah. the more you put, the more stuff that you do. So, so do you you recommend four times a day? I've I've heard three times a day. I am a lot less. I do one time a day yeah. most of the time. Okay, it's just being consistent. So it depends on different platforms. Uh-huh. For Instagram, you do one or two times a day. For TikTok and YouTube Shorts, it doesn't matter what they're TikTok oh, really? Shorts. It doesn't. Yeah, they don't. You have people that have post 15 times. I can do three videos to stand right here. I can do I like to say, for instance, we're doing this podcast. I can. This is my podcast. I can cut out 10 pieces out of this podcast and put up three today, three tomorrow, then something else. So you have you have those pieces and then you. Oh, that's smart. And then you pass it on to different platforms as well. And you type it different. You use your captions different. You know, okay. and the key, the key to anything, honestly, is titles, headlines. It's whether oh, it's thumbnail. Yeah, because I noticed that with the top users on. I haven't figured out how to do that yet. I don't have that. Go, no, see, it's it's easy. This is here's an easy here's an easy hack for you. Just go onto YouTube and in your search bar, you put something. Let's just say you, you talk. Let's just say we're going to talk about leadership. Yeah. Right. As soon as I put in leadership, you start seeing all the things that's popping up right there. So in, in Google and YouTube, these are the questions that people are asking. So, you know, you want to, you know, or there's, there's, a, there's a, a software, I mean, a, um, a website like askthepublic.com. Oh, you okay. can go in there and you can ask them the questions that people want to know. And it'll show you. And then all you do is you create a piece of content. And like if, I, if I'm a hairstylist and someone's asking me, how do I do blank, blank, blank? I'll do a video for the people who wanted to know or, you know, such and such blank. So, you know, you know, it's being asked. You know, this is information people want to hear or see. So you are just being able to, to do that. So there's so many, you know, softwares and, you know, um, uh, websites that you can go to and just you can go into people's comments from a big creator you can go in there and someone will ask them a bunch of questions guess who can answer them you a small creator it's in your same industry ah, you and right you- in there and, yeah and you do a piece you know it can be talking it can be walking it could be just the the the, the you know the um, words coming down the platform so you know there's so many ways Oh, that's interesting. So that's a way to get more followers and more visibility yes. is to go into popular accounts and then comment on comment. Yeah. And if it's somebody that's in your industry, answer the questions for them with your own video. 
Yeah. You know, or or a lot of times I tell you, you can go, um, which one actually does it with you? You can do a video and answer the question and it pops out more, you know? Mm. So these are, sometimes you have to, you know, you have to, you know, take the extra steps. You have to figure out ways how to become noticed, how to, you know, be the person, the the, the leader in in your field, the authorities. Just like, you know, my favorite thing would always, anytime I want to, um, you know, show someone how to stand out and how to be known. If we look at the science guy, right? The science guy. He's no smarter than any other scientist. Is it Bill but, Nye or is Bill, it? Bill Nye. Yeah, Bill you know Nye. him. Right. Bill Nye, the science guy. Yeah. Okay, if he was just Bill Nye, we wouldn't know him. But he had that science guy. He had his bow tie. And yeah, this big sub, big, you know, he goes and speaks at these conferences, TV. It's because he's known as the science guy. Yeah. And he made himself, you know, he made himself a leader in that field. Yeah. Yeah. So that branding is helpful for people yes. to have a yes. little like tagline. So is that why you're 10 G? <laughs> that stands out, right? <laughs> yeah. 10 G is yeah. Your, yeah. your tagline. Okay. Colin, I would be your husband, right? You, you, you got the same name, but like, I got uh-huh. the 10 G in front of you, you know, so it just, yeah. you know, some things and, and you have to think, you know, out of the, not just thinking out of the box, but, you know, something that like kind of really appeal to other people and how do you separate yourself? And, you yeah. know, and, and I think there's opportunities now for everyone. Yeah, that's interesting. I was thinking about for myself, I feel like I'm a spiritual entrepreneur. So mm-hmm. um, so that might be some way to brand myself. Who's somebody who's somebody that you look up to in a spiritual place? Um. Uh, Dr. Shaw, S-H-A, okay. and uh, yeah, Master Jotty. So I, I don't know if they're that famous on uh, the social media platform. But they don't have to. See, this is the thing. I, I tell all people. But, but yeah, Jay go, Shetty is a, he, Jay Shetty is a, pretty, yeah. Yeah, he's go, a meditation. Go, it's good, yeah. yeah. Go narrow, you go, you know, you come in and then you pour it out afterwards. Mm-hmm. Because you be in your industry, you can really own your industry and you're known in your industry. And then, then you start broadening afterwards. You start going in, you know, you're speaking at different events, your, your understanding of like, whether it's, you know, products and services and okay. different things. That's, that's what uh, starts getting your name brand and your recognition out there even more. But yeah. it, it, the, the opportunities are there. There's no more, like I said earlier, there's no more gatekeepers. When you can get on here and you can get on your laptop and your desktop and your phone and you, you, you're in a ball game like everybody else. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's awesome. So what strategy did you implement that made you an extra 30,000 a month? Well, I started doing omnipresent. omnipresent. Posting, yeah. Posting more and yeah. not, not being scared of the no. And I, I think too many times people don't really understand that, you know, you can be right there with the bigwigs. You can be with so many people in your industry. And it's just that you don't think you're at that level yet. Me, I, I'm a believer, like, acts until I'm at that level. Unless someone else tell me I'm not at that level yet. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes it can be, it can humble you and it can give you an experience. Well, you know what? I need to get better. I'm going to uh-huh. really obsess and really work and study and, and, and get to that level. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I, I think what happens in this space, when you start seeing yourself growing, you start seeing different checks, you start realizing like, this is really real. Yeah, and you, is for real. Yeah. you know, yeah. And, That's and this amazing. is a business. Yeah. yeah. What has been, what's been your own journey to success? Um, being able to appreciate, uh, I think I come from, I come from a single, uh, mom living in, you know, uh, unserved community and mm. seeing, seeing both sides and really understanding and then having the setbacks and then you, you feel it. And then you, you know, you have to work twice as hard in the sense of, you know, getting to the level which you think you should be at. So you feel like, um, because of your history, it motivated you in a different way. Or it yeah. gave you a different perspective. It gave me, a, yeah, it gave me a different perspective, and um, 
I'm I'm one from for always like testing and pushing the limits. So when I feel like if I just wanted to just be, you know, not just uh, um, uh, in a way just to do what everybody else is doing, but to, to kind of think and see, you know, how can I get ahead? How can I like really feel out and crack the code to, you know, not have to like, you know, start this, finish it, get good at it and then try something else. So it's always to me, it's always about like adding more tools to your tool belt. And mm. I say that, you know, like learning one platform. And then go like, I, I, like for me, I've been on social media for two years now, but I've gotten in Clubhouse was the first place I've, uh, I went to. I didn't think social media was anything. I've always played, you know, I worked, uh, I was on TV with TMZ. I've been behind yeah, the scenes. So TV was like a big, the big thing. Yeah, exactly. No, but I didn't really, I didn't really look at it. It didn't really matter to me because that's not what I, I didn't go. For, I didn't go for that, you know? And I, I think I just wanted to be good in a sense with seeing what everybody else was doing in that field. And like, how can I go to the next, you know, how do I learn this? And it's like, cause I always think sometimes you can get bored in the industry that you're in, but if you make it exciting and you try new things and learn new things, it keeps you busy. So you're not concentrating on the same mundane thing day in and day out. And, and it helps you become a better creator, especially like, you know, the way things are now. So, yeah. Um, that's yeah, that's great. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, share a little bit about your paparazzi days. Any crazy stories? <laughs> um, that was, you know, the days, I, I, I'll tell you, the, you know, the days when it was, you know, because I've been, a, so I understand from like when models were like the biggest things, then it became celebrities, then it became reality stars, <laughs> then it became entrepreneurs, and then it's YouTubers, yeah. and that was the, the creators. So I, you know, and the thing about it, like before becoming a paparazzi, I actually shot like, you know, regular photos. Um, you know, I worked for, you know, AP News, I got accepted, Bloomberg I shot for. So, you know, real, you know, accredited, you know, companies. Yeah. I realized, you know, it was a difference in the, the shift was with photos, you know, what I was making, you know, with a celebrity photo compared to just regular journalism. And you started saying, oh, how can I grow? And it was more exciting. It was more, you know, to the point of like learning something new again and then, you know, getting in it and really understanding it. So what that did, it, 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 it taught me to it taught me to be patient. It taught me to understand to be a salesman as well, because you know, it wasn't just about, you know, taking the photos. It was about, you started realizing you had a business because you're talking about residual income where you're, you're taking photos. And, you know, at this time, you know, you're talking about 30,000, like Rihanna could come out and I could take a photo of Rihanna and she could change the color of her hair and it would be forty dollars and $50,000 versus now I started. So the reason why I ended up leaving it because I started seeing a shift because of, at the time, it, um, not Instagram, but like Twitter, when a lot of the celebrities started posting their own stuff on there. So it was a, plea f a free platform. So no longer did the um, like the magazines or the mm -hmm. TV stations have to purchase it from you. They can just grab it off of that free platform. So I started seeing the prices go down. So but then yeah. I realized video was changing. So and I went on the video. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. And now they have some celebrities use the OnlyFans site. Oh, yeah. 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 Which, you know, the, and the thing about it, like, we look at so many of these platforms, and I, I predict only OnlyFans is like, uh, uh, you look at it like, okay, it's this bad word and stuff. But I guarantee you, probably in two years, three years, it's going to be business on OnlyFans. It's going to be people that's going to come on there for their certain, let's say, Jay Shetty that's going to have this, you know, his moment where it's because it's it's really about membership. Yeah, it's really behind the scenes. What some so now if they use most the reason why OnlyFans is successful is because they have that paid wall, so any creator can have their own business and let OnlyFans handle all of you know those you know. Uh, uh, how to collect the money, how to distribute it, you know, the access, but they're really doing it. And you're going to have people that's, um, and if I, I don't even know if they have that on there now that are probably giving information on there. So people like, if it's a stock trader guy who's real good in stocks and he has this community on there, those guys would pay $15 a month or that's $20 right. a month 
he, you know, he he conducts it on OnlyFans, OnlyFans because of their platform. Mm, Yeah, because of the ease of use. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. So what's next for you? Um, Really um, growing um, the uh, Verp agency and taking it to a different level this year, uh, working with a lot of uh, different uh, corporate companies and, you know, really showing people to get not just in this uh, economy. When, like I say, the creative economy is a hundred billion economy right now. They're looking at the creator economy to be the economy. Yeah. And it's weird. Yeah. Because that's where, you know, things are headed. And I, I think just to be able to be a, a play a part in it and also like work with a lot of people because, you know, honestly, like my passion is, and you hear me in this many times, I've worked with many people for free. I've worked with people that want to go to the next level. I work with stuff because I didn't have that mentor growing up, you know, until I was an adult and understand really what it means to, you know, have somebody that's going to give you not just a shortcut, but that's going to show you the things and how not to make the mistakes when it comes to creating and owning your business, becoming your own media company, seeing these things firsthand. And uh, I think it's so important. And I think we're at a time now where the information is easy to give, where you don't have to go into a classroom. You don't have to dedicate so much of the time, but if you really want to learn it, and, you know, it, 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 there's so much opportunities, not just for the person themselves, if they want to take that and pass it on to someone else. You know, this is how you create generational wealth and you're able to pass something on. That I think it's just so important. Yeah, that's amazing. What is Zen success to you? Zen success? Yeah. Zen, Zen success is, um, I look at it in, in, in a sense of, being appreciative and oh, wonderful. I, I think that's just so important. Yeah. Amazing. It's been such a pleasure getting to know you. Thank you for being yes. with me today. Thank you for having me. Yeah. <laughs> it's really great information on social media, why we need to have a presence there. And I'll put your website and verp uh, and how to connect with you in the show notes. So thanks for being here today. Thank you. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah, you too. Bye-bye. Thanks. That's it for today's episode of Zen Success. Head on over to iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever you listen to shows. Zen Success is also available on the radio in select markets through amfm247.com. Subscribe to the show and share with friends. Be sure to head on over to zensuccessshow.com to help you on your Zen success journey and join us on the next episode. May you find your own Zen success in life.